All right. Hello. Welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It is Emmett Fox Friday, and we are speaking this week on the section called God's Hour from uh, from Emmett Fox's book, Find and Use Your Inner Power or Sparks of Truth, which is our ongoing series we're doing on Fridays now. Uh, thank you for joining us. If, you're, if this is your first time here, uh, Emmett Fox was a new thought teacher and leader, and we're going through his book and really just kind of gleaning out um, these these nice short little uh, little messages he has that are kind of a little spiritual vitamin for the day, basically. Uh, so thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. And we also have our show on Sunday. So tune in for that. If you haven't heard that, uh, we have a great new show every Sunday. That's a little bit longer. It's an hour long format with that one. So, all right. I am your host, Jason Napolitano, and I have on the line, Chris Sheridan, otherwise known as Mr. Chris Sheridan. How are you Mr. doing? Chris. I'm doing Mr. great. Chris, too. Excellent. Excellent. It's, a, it's right. a good Friday. It's not actually the good Friday. The good but Friday, but it's, but it's a, a good Friday. It's a good Friday indeed, isn't it? Uh, we're speaking today on God's hour. So I'm going to start and then Chris will pick it up and then uh, and then we'll discuss as we do each week uh, these little ideas. So this is Emmett Fox's words that we read through first and then we do our little commentary after that. So let's start out. God's hour is the most important event in the day. It may consist of 30 minutes or longer, according to the need of the individual, but it should hardly be less than that if you really mean business in your spiritual life. God's hour is the time in which we read the Bible or other books and pray. The practical secret of health, happiness, and prosperity, and of constant spiritual growth, is to make God's hour the principle, that is to say, the most important event in your day. Let that be the center line, as it were, about which all other activities revolve. Let anything else be postponed or omitted, rather than that God's hour should be neglected. Let any other engagement be canceled in favor of this. Let any other work go undone, rather than this should be missed. God's hour need not be same time every day, although it will be helpful if this can be done. The essential thing is that God's hour be the most important event in the 24 hours and that everything else be secondary to that. Everything else be secondary to that. So that obviously is the the key message in this. So we'll start with that. I liked, uh, I want to start in with, um, I like before this, Chris and I talked a little bit about this section and you brought up the idea that, um, you know, that this is a small, small piece. It might be 30 minutes. It might be an hour. And actually that's going to be kind of a small part of your day, but small does not mean unimportant. And that's the thing that he gets at where he talks about it being the center line about which all other activities revolve. And when you talked about that, I was reminded of uh, like a wheel, a wagon wheel, maybe if you've seen one of those, like in a cowboy movie or something, or one of these Westerns, what have you, you know, it's this big, giant wheel that the that these covered wagons were on and, and you know it's got a small small hub in the middle of it and it, this small hub is really responsible for all the weight of that that um you know everything that's being carried in that wagon and so on and these wheels are built around it and so on it's not giant you know but it's it's central it's the central point upon which everything rests and that's really what uh what what Emmett Fox is talking about here is taking this part of the day that's your spiritual time. It might be your meditation or prayer time, and, you know, or your study time, whatever you want to call it. You might have some little ritual that you do. We, we talked a bit about ritual uh, in our last show, if you want to check that out. 
uh, on our Cosmic Eye show for Sunday. Um, but you create this space for yourself and make this centrally important. And, um, you know, I like, I liked how you, how you pointed out that, that that's the small, you know, it wasn't really the size of it. It was the importance of it. Right. Yes. And the, uh, and like you were saying about the wheel, it's the, it's the location and the orientation that, you know, you have, you know, a dozen things to do in a day or more. Yeah. Um, but they're all sort of emanating from this central idea or place, like in your heart, this spiritual um, you know, meditative, a calm state. However, you I guess we'll get into what you know, what happens during God's hour because it can mean a lot of different things to different people with different lives mm-hmm. uh, and different beliefs. But uh, but for now, just say that that important that you know safe space or place that um, you have where you have your serenity, you have your balance, um, you have yourself, <laughs> um, and you are connected with the good things. Um, in the universe, you know, prosperity and compassion and love and growth and improvement, all these things that um, can pretty much all agree on are are good (laughs) and good to have and good to cultivate more. Uh, If it's peacefulness or serenity, uh, we can have more of that. The world could use more of that. I think individually, we could all always use a little more of that. And it's that central idea or feeling or place uh, that every other thing you do is connected to. Okay, so I have to, you know, go to the grocery store. Well, you know, I'm going to think goodness. I'm going to think good in the other people. And um, I'm going to, things that come out of my mouth, may they be um, you know, positive and encouraging. Um, you know, you're, you're taking these principles with you. Where, wherever you go throughout the day mm-hmm. uh, it could be the most mundane thing it could be the you know boring thing it could be tedious. that that trip from from the bedroom to the kitchen or maybe when yeah. you go from the kitchen to your other bedroom since we're all inside now you know well, our, scale, current, our uh, scale, current situation our yeah we're not really going maybe anywhere little, maybe a little bit smaller <laughs> our footprint may be a little bit smaller but the principle still applies doesn't it that's... Well, you could be cleaning the bathroom or yeah, something like exactly. that you know, during our lockdown. <laughs> and, you know, that may not be spiritual or, you know, maybe it's work. Maybe you have some work from home or you have some you know, forms you need sure, to fill out sure. to try to get unemployment. Uh, that's really, really important. It's really important that you get that done. Just yeah. like getting food and everything. Absolutely. But even those important things are made even more sacred or special when you are connected, when you yourself are connected with this larger spiritual, you know, aspect. Yeah. I'm reminded. Source. Exactly. And I'm reminded, I, we talked about this earlier, but I'm reminded of that, that saying of Jesus where he says, seek first the kingdom of heaven and all else will be added unto you. You know, so it's like you start with the spiritual principle, you create this sort of hub and then you build your life around that. And, you know, kind of God takes care of the details in essence is what Jesus was saying. Um, you know, so that so that when you when you rest on this center point of uh, stability and spiritual um, alignment and things begin to naturally kind of unfold in a, in a better order in your life with less resistance from other people. And, you know, it kind of um, I like the idea of it being a center and your even your time that you spend in that prayer and that meditation. You're a sort of a center or an axis mundi, as they might say, you know, the center point of the world where 
you know, you can vibrate out this piece even into your own environment, you know, into your own, you know, if, if at home there's a little bit of stress because people are kind of, kind of worried and, you know, whatever's going on, you know, maybe the kids are feeling that and, you know, the, you know, whatever is happening in, 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 in that situation, you know, if you take that time to be by yourself, close yourself away in a bedroom or, you know, some little nook in the house or something or an apartment or whatever, wherever you are. And you can kind of spend that time radiate, radiating out that piece. It does make a difference. You may think, well, no, I'm just sitting in there and I should be out there, you know, calming everyone down and doing this and doing that. Well, there's two things that work with that. One, it's like, you know, in order to be, you know, calm and, you know, a, a pillar for people to rest on, you yourself need to be calm, you know. And uh, two, you know, there is, a, you know, we do create this energetic field around ourselves that if we don't take care and, and make time to, to sort of purify that and send out positive energy and, you know, send out peace and so on that, you know, all we're doing is adding to the chaos in essence, you know, and I think there's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, sort of evidence that points to the fact that that's, that's a, that's a true thing. You know, you can, you can see it when, you know, when people get caught up in mob behavior and start acting destructively, it's just as easy for them to get caught up in mob behavior to act positively. You know, and that's one of the things, whereas if we're, you know, more consciously aware of this, you know, we can help to sort of sometimes shift the balance in an area uh, with our just with our presence, you know, and I think that's what those great spiritual masters did, you know, Jesus would come into a room and just, you know, still the, 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 sort of um, negative energy and so on. And, you know, you can still the seas, you know, we talked about, we talked about that in one of our episodes, we said, peace be still, um, you know, and the Buddha had that same quality. Krishna had the same quality of, of being able to, to, to create this sort of resonance around them that just created peace and created love and swept people up in their own, their own vibrations of that, that higher frequency of energy. And we have the ability to do that too. And that's what, you know, that's what those, those examples are for us to follow. Right. Right. And this hour, this time apart, uh, this quiet time, this prayerful meditative time could be done in the morning. Uh, and if so, it could set the whole tune, uh, tone rather uh, for the rest of the day because you're starting out that way. Um, but sometimes you can get off track during the day. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe it's a good thing to do midday as a mid-course correction or to get, you know, re-centered for the rest of the day. You could even think of doing it in the evening to go to bed mm -hmm. <laughs> calm. So you're not bringing any of that stuff into, um, into your sleep world. And then you can have a better sleep and wake up rested because Right now, I think a lot of people are feeling anxious and they're probably not getting the sleep, the quality of sleep, especially if they're listening to the news while they're in bed. Yeah. Uh, that normally you could and you're not running around, you're not going to the park or gym, so you're not really getting your energies out that you would normally do for getting a good sleep. Um, so there's, you could put that at any place in the day, but if I can, I want to share maybe what I do and... It's to have an amount of time where you get, and that's for me usually in the morning where I you know, read my prayer day book and I have my own little ritual and uh, that gets me centered. Uh, I, I do that hypnotic uh, day by day in every way. I'm getting better and better. And I do a little breathing exercise, just counting to three in one, out one, in two, out two. 
in three, out three. And I may do that a few times, uh, but it's not an hour. It's probably not even a half hour. But what I do is then throughout the day, I try to take a little shorthand minute, like <laughs> God's minute, mm -hmm. maybe. There you go. Um, that it's, it's like a touchstone that, oh, if I can get to that, I can get back to that state I was in the morning. It's like a little you know, nugget that, that you know, catapults me back there or brings to where I am now uh, that peaceful um, time apart that I had in the morning. That way I'm, I'm getting re-energized. I'm getting reconnected mm -hmm. um, with it throughout the day. And usually that's just the breathing, the three count breath. I can just in between things or stop what I'm doing um, for a minute. Yeah. Put it down and just get that. I don't have to do a whole hour or half hour. I can do a couple minutes and that gets me. It kind of re-catalyzes, re-energizes uh, that same feeling. And that, that seems to work with me. So it can you can do it a bunch of different ways. I guess mine's more on the installment plan. Maybe by the end of the day, I, I put together an hour or a half hour or something nice. uh, with little pieces. Yeah. But sometimes you just need little pick-me-ups. I think that's a, um, throughout the day. It's like point. a snack or something, a spiritual snack. And it might, I think you're right about that too. And for most people that might, might be a really good way to go, um, you know, to have multiple times during the day instead of one long period, because it can sometimes be difficult, especially if you have kids or there's a lot of people in the house right now or whatever. But, you know, you can find 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there, five minutes here, five minutes there, whatever, and kind of spread it out. And then you can, you know, make sure you kind of carry that, that, um, that tranquility and, and that peaceful state with you throughout the day, even, even, you know, despite some of the stresses or little bickerings that might occur, little issues of people banging up against each other that we're, you know, running into these days and stuff, because we don't have as much space. Um, but, you know, it's interesting just to kind of, go back to the sort of uh the sort of main main point of this i think is what what really what he's what he's talking about here it is about creating that space and doing you know this time and and, and having establishing almost a you know a sort of regular practice and so on obviously that's a huge part of what he's talking about and i think the other part of it is making the, the just the mental shift and you know jung had this uh, cg jung the great uh, swiss psychiatrist psychologist uh had this great uh, word that he used, and I don't know where he got it. I think it's uh, I'm, it's a Greek Greek word, but it's called enantiodromia, and it means a complete turning to the opposite, basically. And this is one of those cases where you you would you would say this is this is somewhat of a for most people an enantiodromia, because most of the time we're so focused on you know our material life, our day to day. And, and it's important to be focused on that. Obviously, we want to be diligent and we want to, you know, be connected to that and, and be good custodians and stewards of our lives and, you know, take care of the people around us and our own selves and so on, you know, so that we're not, um, you know, doing destructive things. But, you know, what he's really talking about here is is flipping that idea and starting with the spiritual and allowing the spiritual to inform in a lot of ways from the inside out what's going on instead of from the outside in. And you talk about that a lot in your living the inner life. And by the way, I want to recommend that everyone check out Chris's uh, uh, Instagram. Uh, I think your video, where, where else are your videos? Cause you're doing those, those great new um, two and three minute videos now daily, daily dose, right? You call it. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, it would. Uh, I put them up on my website too, Chris Sheridan. Okay, um, but I think I'm Chris Sheridan three three three. But I'm easier to write out than to say yeah. um, on, inst- Instagram. on Instagram. That's I put them on uh, IGTV. Okay, but yeah, just again, it's a but little, it's little you know, two yeah. to five minute. They they really you know. do. Uh, they really do help. Uh, you know, in this in this sort of thing. So I just want to recommend you check those out. But you know, to get back to that idea, though, you know, th- this is the thing where you know you've got to make kind of a, a mental shift in a way to say, all right, well, look, you know, what is important in my life? And you know, we're all kind of, I think, focusing on that because we're spending a lot of time you know, during this, this quarantine period that, you know, if you're listening to this down the line, you know, we'll, we'll remember <laughs> probably not very fondly and, um, yeah, spring of 20, right. Um, but you know, it is a time where, you know, people are forced in on themselves and it's, it's tough for a lot of people and understandably so, especially in a sort of, a, you know, kind of a, you know, again, we've talked about this before, typology wise, you know, the United States is a very extroverted, sensation oriented country, um, you know, versus some of the other, you know, nations and peoples that are you know, different typologies, you know, we just have different, different ways of interacting with the world. And so, you know, we're really comfortable being out doing things and making things happen. And it's why, you know, science and technology are, are so are such an important part of our lives and, and so on. Um, but so, you know, when you're inside and you're forced on yourself and then it becomes more of a feeling oriented, sort of interpersonal kind of close, you know, closely knit group, family, you know, whatever, whoever's around you sort of a setting. It, it, it certainly suddenly shifts the way you've been approaching life and it almost, you know, throws you back in on yourself so that you've got to kind of investigate some of the things that you find are, you know, what's important. You ask yourself these questions, you know, when I'm out of work and I don't know what I'm going to do and, you know, whether or not this or that's going to happen. And there's, you know, this, these, these questions, it kind of throws us back on, you know, our spiritual resources because we realize how dependent we are on, on that source for our, for our well-being and for our lives. You know, yes, I mean, we've, you know, we've, we've created this culture and we've got, you know, technology and so on and, and, and a great civilization and, and, it, you know, we've come a long way uh, as, as humans. But at the same time, you know, I think, um, you know, we've discarded a lot of the things that, that brought us to this level as, as, as being unimportant. And I think people are starting to reexamine maybe what's important spiritually for them or philosophically, psychologically, soul-wise, and so on. And those are all important questions you can ask yourself during this God's hour time and really look at those kinds of issues. This isn't the perfect time for that introspection while you're studying or reading a spiritual book you love. And it you know, it could be anything, um, you know, and, and I, I, I think that he recommends the Bible. The Bible is a great source to go back to and, and to, to reexamine and, and really make yourself, you know, really question some of the things that are in there. I mean, it's a tough you know, it's a tough set of books to get through. It's, it's a, you know, a different set of, of different um, types of, and genres of, of literature and from different time frames and so on. And, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a difficult work, but you know, it's lasted for this long for 3000, at least years, something three, 4,000 years, depending on how you look at it as an oral tradition and then a written tradition and so on. So, you know, it's got something to say to us, even in this modern day, we might interpret it in a different way now, but it still has valid points to make, you know, but again, you know, reading Dhammapada, Buddha's, you know, right, uh, Buddha's words and, and sayings, reading uh, Bhagavad Gita, um, you know, even reading popular 
popular works like the the Tao of Physics or you know um, Dancing Wu Li Masters, you know, kind of kind of to go back or or what really whatever spiritual book moves you, oh, right? Sure. I mean, Marianne right. Williamson or Brene Brown sure. or uh, you know something that's you know a little bit of you know definitely a lot apart from the day's events yeah. and uh, you know current news issues, but. You know, these timeless. Something grounded in the timeless, right? Something grounded yeah. in these, these spiritual and philosophical traditions. You know, it might be a new spin on it, but it's grounded in the ancient wisdom. And that's, you know, it's more crucial than ever to go, go back. And all, all, all the better, I think, sometimes if, you know, if you could take the time to go back and read some of that source material, to read some of the Greek philosophers, Socrates, Plato, read the dialogues and stuff, if you have the patience for that. Um, not that it's, you know, something you have to plot through, but, you know, some of that work is challenging, but it is ultimately very rewarding, you know, just like the Bible to read those, read those works that a lot of these, you know, these great spiritual teachers that are out there today draw from, right. To go back to the source material. So, you know, but if, you know, but if that's inaccessible to you or it feels like it's too heavy and it's too much, you know, just read, the, read, read stuff that's been digested by somebody else. That's, you know, that's, that's a little more light and a little easier to read because they, you know, they have a way of condensing it down and make it more understandable for you or whatever, or for, for any of us. I mean, we're all like that. So, you know, we've got to, well, there's so many lectures on YouTube from, you know, Alan Watts oh, yeah. or Joseph Murphy, Manley or... Hall. Uh, Neville, Manuel, <laughs> for instance, another one. Uh, a lot of people like that, and they find, you know, just listening to somebody yeah. speak in your in your earphones or something mm -hmm. while you're taking a moment, or if you're going for a walk, if you're still allowed to <laughs> where you live. I think we have to wear a mask, but um, there's still people walking in in neighborhoods. There's plenty of You have a backyard, yeah. or of you know the stores that sell hardware and home improvement things are, are considered essential. They're still open. Yep. And, you know, get a couple plant pots and some mulch and a couple of seeds and, you know, get your hands dirty literally yeah. and do something with nature. Cause if you want to get close to God, if you want to get away from, you know, what the news is pumping yep. out, you know, plants don't care, you know, spend no time with your pet, but if you can grow something <laughs> yeah, or if you can make of, something with your hands, you know, if you can saw wood, yeah. Oh, yeah. The dogs on cue. There they are. <laughs> yes. What about me? What about me? You're right. Um, no, you, you yeah. Those those are natural things. Those are kind of godly things because they're you know, even the pets, the house pets. They're not involved with what's going on in the world. They're involved with yeah. you. Yeah. And they trust you implicitly. Sure. Um, you know, look at the sky. You can go for like you can't really go to the beach now. Uh, all the trails are are <laughs> blocked off. Can't go hiking at least in Southern California, but you know, well, just walking down your you street, take a drive. You know, there's a tree and there's a squirrel. People take, um, there's, you know, I'm noticing people, something with exactly. Nature. And I'm noticing people taking drives and stopping to look at views and things that seems to, you know, I mean, I don't encourage you to wait, you know, get out there and waste gas. But I mean, if you're absolutely going stir crazy to get out and, you know, especially in Southern California, you know, stopping for a view for 10 or 15 minutes with your window open, you know, looking out over the ocean or something is, is definitely something you know, that I think is, is permissible. Artistic. Yeah. Something artistic, yeah. open Get up some your, crayons, some coloring books, some all great ideas. Try a new thing, yeah. you know, glue popsicle sticks together and make a, you know, box for your earrings or, I, you know, I, there's 101 things to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, but I, I think in a way, even if you're doing something, you know, artsy and craftsy, um, you're, that's probably a lot closer to that hour with yeah. God or that God's hour 
than doing a lot of other things that you could do with that hour or leisure time. If it's the television or the screen or something, if you're doing something with your mm. hands and you're making something and your your body's involved in your creativity. Well, you can bring your, uh, you can also bring that, that consciousness into that activity. Like a, like, let's say like a monk would, or, you know, a Zen master would put, you know, his or her, all, all of their, you know, focus and intention and mindfulness into that act and make it a spiritual thing. You know, you can definitely do that, especially, and it's especially easy, like you said, with gardening or with, you know, painting or, you know, really using focused attention and appreciation and gratefulness and, you know, bringing those positive emotions forward is doing that, those things in a, in a spiritual way, right? Without. Yes. Doing them deliberately deliberately and you know, sanctified, or, or I guess what's it called? Um, spiritualized. What am I looking for? Uh, sacred. Sacralized maybe, uh, or I don't know. Um, to, oh, to make, okay, holy. there you go. To uh, make holy. Make, there you go. Um, yeah. You know, that, that you're, you know, so if you are gardening or even just, you know, putting some flower seeds mm-hmm. in a, you know, a pot, um, you know, that, you know, nature knows how to grow this mm-hmm. thing. Your job as a gardener is to cultivate the situation, make sure the dirt is right and there's enough water and uh, sunlight and the temperature's right um, for it. But nature does mm-hmm. the rest. And then you're connected with that flow. You germinate it first in a, in a bag for a couple of days and then you, you know, plant it and then it, you see the sprout. And, you know, there's you're tending to yeah. it, but you are in rhythm with nature. Nature is growing it on her terms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you have a job, but your job is to be in sync with nature. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think if you can do that, that's, that's an hour with God. Why Absolutely. Yes. And I, and I think, you know, and especially if you make that time to do that to, you know, during the day to, to do your prayer, your meditation, your study of spiritual books and, you know, in a quiet, quiet place. Uh, that, you know, you're reminding yourself, hey, I need to carry this over into my day to day life. This doesn't the spirituality isn't just a thing I do for 30 minutes. It's not just a thing I do on Sunday or Saturday or Tuesday or whenever you do it. It's a thing that, you know, I do all the time and I and I carry it with me. You know, like it's my center point. It's my it's the hub of the wheel of my my life. Right. And when you when you flip things in that direction where it's like, OK, the spiritual is first and I you know, I do, I, I, I devote myself to that. Then everything else, then everything else begins to be in, imbued with that, you know? And I think, again, that's where I say like, you know, seek ye first the, the kingdom of, of heaven. Um, and, you know, all these things shall be added unto you. You know, I've been paraphrasing that obviously, because I've said it about three different ways, three different times, but we get the mm-hmm. idea. So, um, yeah. You know, and that's the point. I mean, you're 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 going first to to a spiritual source, and then you know, you're, and then you're going to the the material world afterwards with that with that you know with that sort of feeling sense uh, carried carried over. And it's into coming it. from a place of goodness exactly. within your exactly. heart. So you're approaching your relationship, your your boring task, um, from a place of you know peacefulness yeah. and, and harmony. And we know this centrality from physical exercise you know it's been big in, in recent uh, years is core training you know that you're all this part of your core you know your abs and your you know chest muscles and back muscles and everything your spine and hips you know that that is so important that's where your you know heart and your lungs mm-hmm. are so it helps you know increase blood yeah. flow and oxygenation 
uh, it's not just sitting there pumping iron, you know, and bench pressing this. Yeah, you might want to do that as well. But if the core is yeah. strong, everything else can become much stronger. Um, everything else will, will be easy. That's a great way to put it. Uh, and then, so this is like your spiritual. Core. Yeah, the, the God's hour, the spiritual core builder, yeah. isn't it? There you go. I love it. Great way to put it, Chris. Thank you. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap this up since we're trying to keep these short. Thank you for listening this week. I hope everyone is staying safe and is, is healthy and well. Keep the positive attitude and remember that, you know, fear is a destructive emotion. Do not let it overwhelm you. You know, repeat to yourself things like, you know, God in me is my health or every day in every way I'm getting better and better or, you know, God's love enfolds and protects me, whatever you want to say, or, you know, the universe surrounds and protects me, however you want to put it. But just make sure you're feeding yourself those positive messages as you're going throughout your day so you don't get caught up in this uh, this negative thinking. You know, be mindful, obviously, of, uh, of, of reality, but uh, don't get bogged down in it. You know, let the spiritual core, the spiritual center of you um, you know, be the, be the master of your life as opposed to the material, uh, you know, the material that you're hearing and the information that you're hearing from outside. So, well, thank you for joining us. Join us again on Sunday, uh, for our, for our longer show. We appreciate your, uh, listening and check us out at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. If you'd like to uh, support us, please share us with your friends if you can on social media and let people know if you like the show, if you get something out of it, we really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks again, Chris. Appreciate your help, man. All right. Goodbye and God bless.